Hey, Dane, how are you, man? Excellent, excellent. And enjoying another hot one today. Man, it was. Uh, what, 105 is all? Not too bad, right? Uh, that's, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a breeze, so it made it tolerable. <laughs> I, I knew it was hot when I was looking at somebody wearing a hoodie and I started sweating just looking at them, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. man, spe speaking of, speaking of um, hot off the press, man, today's a big day. Yeah. We come off of a great day yesterday, yeah. working with Verbs and Pedity, of course, Dan. Um, working with Jordan from Texas Tech and then Dustin kicking us off um, today, man, we got to, uh, you know, again, we always want to come back to softball as often as we yep, can definitely. as the, as the evolution of the program grows. And we've got two aces, two diamonds on the show tonight, Dan. Yep, so we got definitely. first up, we've got Kaylin Arnold. Y'all know her amazing, amazing player playing for the vibes, yeah. Florida state alum shout out coach Lonnie says yeah. hi uh, on top yeah, of cool. that. Diving into analyst work, right, Dan? Like what you and I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, with with two uh, women's college World Series veterans. I love it, so, man. So, it. talk talk it's about be like, great. yeah, great great night. Talk about surrounding yourself and then still doing it and playing it and then commentating on it. As you always say, um, playing it and then commentating is two different things. And she does them both, yeah. right, Dan? So yeah, yeah, definitely. It's great to listen to what she does and knowing the game inside, outside, backwards, mm -hmm. and just feeling like you can close your eyes and still follow the game. That's when you know you've, uh, or you're listening to somebody at the highest level. So uh, I can't wait to hear what she's got to say. Well, let's, you know what, let's not waste any time. Let's get yep. into it and bring on our friend, Kaylin Arnold. Kaylin, how you doing tonight, my friend? I'm so great. You guys, your words are so kind. Like just, you know, <laughs> makes me tear up back here. <laughs> listening to it. You're so sweet. Uh, but I'm great. How are you guys? amazing Excellent. amazing yeah we're we're honored to have you on kaylin we've been yep. following you for a long time and we wanted to wait till the timing is right and uh i got some questions for you i think you're going to really uh, appreciate so i'm going to take the first one um talking about commentating playing playing pro with the vibes um just a great uh season of your life right now but i'm curious if you take me back to the beginning before this before commentating before fsu maybe even that first little league team when did you first pick up a bat and start playing in your life you know Oh gosh, my parents put me into t-ball uh, when I was like, I think, you know, four years old. So um, I've been, you know, playing since basically I could could walk and talk. Um, softball wasn't my first love, though. Basketball was. So softball okay. was kind of, yeah, what I did in the off season of um, basketball. So I was really, really into that, wanted to play basketball in college. And, and that changed my freshman year of high school. So, uh, but I, I mean, I've been, I've had a bat and a ball in my hand since I was, you know, four years old. Wow. Oh, so wow. Wow. four year old, four year old Kaylin smacking home runs. I can already see it now. So um, <laughs> I'm curious. Some people know, some people don't. Do you remember the name of your first team? Just curious, you know, but way back when. <laughs> Oh gosh. Um, I don't what? remember the name of my first <laughs> team. Unfortunately, um, I was born in Jackson, Tennessee. So West Tennessee. Okay. Um, and I, I, it was a little, you know, rec ball team out there. It was, you know, co-ed. So it was boys and girls. Yep. Um, and, uh, I mean, that's, that's all I really remember. I remember the the park that I played at, um, I don't remember the name of it. My parents know the name of it, but I can't, I can't think of mm -hmm. that right now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's crazy 
thinking got back you. that far. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a long time ago. <laughs> I got you. I just, I'm just, yeah, go ahead, Dan. <laughs> I was just saying, and a lot of athletes and coaches we talked to say it seems so long ago, but it, at the same time, it seems like it was just a few years ago because yeah. time grows real so fast. So it, when you said you played basketball, that was kind of your first love. What was it that uh, about softball that made you just say, okay, this is something I want to do and pursue. What was it about softball that, that made you make that choice? It's really funny. Um, because so I moved, um, I, like I said, I was born in Jackson. I moved mm-hmm. to, uh, East Tennessee. So Maryville, uh, when I was a freshman in high school. So right after my fall, um, semester of my freshman year. And, uh, I, like I said, still big on basketball, wasn't even going to try out for the softball team. Um, and my mom made me, uh, <laughs> she forced me to, um, because, thanks mom. Yeah. Thanks mom. Um, <laughs> she said, you know, I think she kind of tricked me, but she was like, Oh, it'll be a great way to make friends like at a new school. And, and, you know, you enjoy playing, so you might as well just do it. So, uh, I did, but you know, I told the coach first day, Hey, softball is not my number one thing. Basketball is my number one thing. If it conflicts, I'm always going to choose basketball. Um, and he was, he was okay with that. And, um, I actually wasn't pitching. Um, I was a center fielder <laughs> and okay. just a hitter. Oh. Yep. Center fielder and a hitter. Um, and I, was playing varsity, um, but our JV pitcher got injured and ended up having to have hip surgery. And so the coach was like, wow. Hey, can anybody pitch? And I was like, I mean, I pitched when I was 12. Uh, I can kind of throw a fastball. And he was like, that's good enough for JV. So that's what I did. And I ended up just really falling in love with it. And I, it was, it was very natural for me. I could always throw hard. You didn't know where it was going, but I could always throw <laughs> pretty hard. <laughs> um, and you know, kind of the end of my freshman year, I just, I loved it. I loved every minute of being on the mound. And I told my parents, Hey, I want to start taking lessons. Like I want to start taking this a little bit more seriously. I want to be really good at this. And that's something that, you know, my parents have always instilled in me is like, if you're going to do something, you're going to do it a hundred percent. And that was what I wanted to start doing with pitching. So I started taking pitching lessons and I was so far behind everybody else, because like I said, I wanted to be the best at it. So I had to work twice as hard I mean my poor dad you know was taking me to um we had a baseball softball indoor at the high school and he was taking me there like as soon as he got off work and he's catching me you know in his work attire (laughs) so that I could get you know some reps in um, almost every day and you know that carried on until I eventually found a catcher um I started throwing a little too hard for him (laughs) and he was like okay yeah we're not I can't do this anymore we gotta find you a catcher um so I found someone who was willing to meet me there basically every day and uh it was from then on you know yeah man and we both our daughters pitch and we love watching it. And it's like, there's such a, a deep level of you know, mechanics and practice and daily thing. And um, I, I like how you said that 12 you, it's interesting. It is true. Nowadays, 12 you is late in the game. You know, we, I think said your daughter <laughs> yeah. started at nine, my daughter started at yeah. nine. It's like, that's, that's prepping your arm. So, and I would thank goodness the, the stud that you turn into, I could, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just glad that you're able to catch on so quickly. And we get to see so many amazing games. Speaking yeah. of that, I think about when you look at your, your journey and your career, um, the, uh, the pro pitcher, like that's so cool. First of all, take a moment and say that Dana and I started this show to show that respect for women's athletics, the way that they deserve. You're a professional pitcher 
same category, same breath as you would like a pitcher from the Padres or Rockies. It's, we're talking about that with you. That is so cool. That's how it's supposed to be. So pro pitcher doing your thing. I mean, analyst work, just right where you belong, right? Just uh, it's being celebrated. All the influences that you now influence other people with, the young girls and the athletes that you influence. Yeah. I'm curious to see, though, what's been a big uh, influence on you as an athlete or, or, you know, overall, who's been your biggest influence, if you will, you know? Mm. Gosh, that's, that's kind of a hard question. There's been so (laughs) many, so many people who have, you know, influenced me at different points in my life. Definitely my parents. I think they have just always, always been there for me in uh, every season of my life and my, my softball career. And, um, you know, definitely my dad, like I said, he never said no when I asked him if he could catch me or, you know, just, just be there with me, take me somewhere, never said no. They made so many sacrifices for me to be able to play at the level that I'm at. And uh, I'm so grateful for them. So, I mean, they were a huge influence in my life. Um, You know, another big influence in my life uh, from a, like a pitching standpoint, someone I looked up to is Amanda Scarborough. Um, I mean, I think she really, for me, like I'm, I'm five, six five seven on a good day <laughs> um, and I think you know most of the time when you see pitchers throwing it like the level that I played at you know they're five ten six yeah. foot you know you think of the the Montana Fouts and Kat yeah. Sandercox and you know those those tall girls and that's not me I'm I'm a yeah. considered a shorter pitcher and so Amanda um I think really kind of broke that barrier for me like hey I I can be, you know, five, six and throw 70. Like that's something that mm-hmm. I can do. I've watched her and this is how she did it. And so that's what I'm going to do. Um, and then I think most recently in my life, the biggest influence has been coach Alameda, yep. uh, coach, as we affectionately call her coach. Um, she is by far one of the most amazing human beings I've ever met in my entire life. Um, <laughs> she, the way that she expanded my knowledge of the game is mm. incredible. Like she asked me when I transferred there, what is your biggest weakness? And I said, my softball IQ, I don't understand the game. Mm. You know, I've always been the type of player where you tell me what to do and I'm going to do it. No questions yeah. asked um, where I should have asked questions and said, why, why are we doing this? You know, what's going yeah. on? Why are we shifting? Why does this batter swing like how am I going to beat them? And that's something that she taught me. She would have, you know, weekly meetings with me and some of the other players where we would watch old softball game and she would, you know, hit the pause button and say, okay, what do you see here? You know, what are you seeing from this batter? What, why are we shifted here? What are we looking for to get this out? And then, you know, I'd have to <laughs> respond and I'd be like, uh, uh, this, you know, maybe, uh, I think so. and, you know, and it, but, through that, you know, and honestly, it's one of the main reasons too why I'm so comfortable now as a broadcaster because mm-hmm. of her and because of how much she taught me just about the game as a whole and not just from the pitching perspective, obviously pitching because that's, you know, her forte and, and mine, but just about the game as a whole. And then just the impact that she's had on my life just in general. You know, I mean, she sent, <laughs> she, she texted me um, and said, hey, if I was going to, you know, send you something, where would I send it? And Uh, so I gave her, I have a new address. I just moved. So sent her my updated address and she sent me a little bag, 
like a swag bag with like just FSU <laughs> gear and like all this cool <laughs> little cool. stuff and a note, you know, that said, we're so proud of you playing in the pros. Like we're watching you, your Florida state family is supporting you. And just, you know, just who does that? Who does cool stuff <laughs> like that? Like, you know, and so she by far has been the most impactful recently. That's I'm, wow. I'm thinking, and we had her on and she's a sweetheart. I'm telling you, it's cool yeah. that I, I think about her coach G we work with the gas. So it's interesting how the top deck coaches are the sweetest yeah. people on earth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, right. it's interesting. And then I, I, it's an extension of honestly, when I talk to you, you have a obviously great success and people know you worldwide. It's neat how the more successful that you guys are, the more down to earth. I don't know. There's something about it. It's just, there's a, there's a tan intangible thing. So I, yeah. I could see that. I kind of thought you might say that once So shout out to her. We actually yeah. interviewed her from uh, Canada. She's doing a camp. Hey, I'm cool. I'm just kicking it in the hotel. And just, you know, it took <laughs> yeah. time yeah. and just as cool as can be. Like, it's like you're talking to your big sister, you know? So I love honestly, it. So honestly, yeah, love that's her. cool. Love it. Then go ahead, man. With four. That, that's awesome. So. Well, I'm, before I get to four, I was just wanting to know, you know, when you made that transition to the pros and, and pitching, I mean, it's not just softball as a game, a game, you're stepping up another level. What was the transition like for you going from those college days into the pros? It was actually very difficult um, for me. And, you know, everybody's experience is different. Sometimes you see people go into the pros and they just, you know, are killing it right, right away. But for me, uh, it was more about, trusting myself and like my preparation and then kind of figuring out who I am as a pitcher when I don't have a pitching coach mm -hmm. and you know I don't have somebody there who's helped prepare me for the game for the people that I'm about to face like I have to do that on my own and mm -hmm. so I think that was the most challenging for me um and so, you know, I, I've played overseas a little bit. So I went, I went to Italy right after I graduated and, and played there for a little bit. And then, you know, next go around, I ended up playing with um, Athletes Unlimited in their shortened season, AUX. Mm -hmm. And that was so challenging for me, uh, just because um, that's a whole new level of competition. I mean, yeah. like, you're obviously, you know, I played at the highest level in college, but now when you get to that level, it's like, okay, the best people who are on the teams at <laughs> this level are now all on a team together yeah. <laughs> and now you're facing them. So it's like, it's like, you're facing like, you know, one through four over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. And so you have to like be really, really on top of your game. And my first two outings were bad, were really bad. Um, and I remember I went into the bathroom after the game and was just bawling. I was like, oh my gosh, like, what have I done? Like, I should have quit when I was ahead. Like, this is crazy. Um, and I called my dad and, you know, he was like, okay, well, you have two choices. You know, you can finish this season and never play again. And, you know, it, that be it and just move on with your life. Or you can go back to your preparation, go back to your training and what you've learned how to do and you can adjust. And when you get another mm -hmm. opportunity, adjust. And so obviously like, that's what I was like, okay, yeah, that's what I got to do. And yeah. so um, I went and I watched all of the pitchers who are similar to me, like what I throw. So like um, me and Rachel Garcia throw a lot of the same pitches, me and uh, Georgina Corrick throw a lot of the same pitches. And so I went and I watched them pitch against these hitters. And I, you know, I took notes of every pitch that I thought they threw, what worked, what didn't work, you know, tried to keep track of the strength and weaknesses of the hitters that I was facing. Um, and then after that, it was a whole new ball game. And unfortunately yeah. it was a shortened season. So, I mean, yeah. I only got, um, 
two more opportunities after that, but both of them were great. Um, yeah. Nobody, you know, nobody scored in, and that's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nobody scores yeah. at that yeah. level. Um, you know, nobody scored. And uh, I was so excited. And I mean, Daniel O'Toole even, you know, complimented me after my last outing. <laughs> She's like, you did really, really great. And that's when, you know, like you actually yeah. did good. Is yeah. Danielle oh, yeah. like comes up and that's a huge compliment, um, you know, from someone of her caliber. So Mary Praise. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah yes. Definitely. And so I was uh, very excited about that and just so proud of myself, you know, that I yeah. didn't just like sit down and be like, okay, well, you know, maybe I'm just not good enough. And yeah. I, I adjusted and, and did what, you know, coach had taught me to do um, watching film. And like I said, everybody's different and that's just what I needed. Yeah. That's what I needed to do. And so um, it gave me the confidence to then, you know, when the vibe asked me to play with them say, Oh yeah, I can do that. I can do it for uh, sure. And I want to. <laughs> I'm so. so glad you did. I am so glad you did. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, would not want it to be another way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and watch and, and watching you play now. I mean, it looks like you have a lot of confidence that you even had back when you were playing in Florida state and like I say in college. So now that your season's going with the vibe, what do you see now coming up uh, like in the off season? Are you looking to do more broadcasting, do more games? Are, are you, uh, what are the next six, six months to 12 months look like for you as you go through your career now? Yeah. Well, um, I'm actually, I'm getting married in October. Congrats. So Congrats. Congrats. Thank you. Congrats. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. So that's, that's the number one priority kind of right now is, is planning all the wedding stuff and making sure all that. <laughs> can we live stream it just real quick? I'm yeah. kidding, but can we yeah. live stream it? <laughs> we'll, we'll do play by play. We'll play yeah. by play. We'll, so we'll, she's we'll walking down the aisle. There's that. the ring. <laughs> Here comes that's the ring hilarious. there. Let's go. Yeah. Awesome. I would love Very it. Cool. That would be amazing. Oh my gosh. That'd be so funny. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, sorry. So, but that's happening. Yeah, no, that's happening in October. Um, and then after that, uh, well, even kind of in that span, like I said, I'm, I'm working with a broadcasting coach, so that'll start um, this week, actually. So it's a six week program and she's just going to basically work with me on my weaknesses and help mm -hmm. get my name out there and um, yeah. send me out on interviews and different things like that. Um, Cause I would like to do this, you know, more full time. Cause right now I just work for the universities, which is great, but I would like to be hired by a network eventually. Yeah. Um, and so going to be working with her, trying to, you know, better my craft and then, um, definitely going to continue doing Florida state softball. Um, I did North Carolina softball. Would love to do that again. I saw that. Also, yeah. Tennessee baseball, which is, yeah. you know, was newer for me this year. Baseball was, a <laughs> that was different. Um, but it was a lot of fun and I really enjoyed it and I didn't have, you know, too many negative comments, <laughs> oh man! So never, never. you know, which was good. I know people are going to be tough. People are going to be rough on you, especially when you're a woman talking about a man's sport. Um, not always going to be super happy about that. But, anyways, it was a lot of fun, and I enjoyed it. Um, and I loved seeing just all the differences, you know, between the two sports. Like there, there really are so many differences between the sports, and I loved getting just a completely different perspective on uh, on the game, you know, from the the mm -hmm. men's side. It was really cool. I think as I go into this team, so I got I got to stop right there. The reason we started doing this, and I want to give you a shout out. I love it that what we do, what we celebrate, we feel there shouldn't be 
in our opinion, <laughs> and while we've done this, whether it's yourself, a male or female, athletes, commentators, to us, it should be the respect is the same. So thank you for doing that, yeah. kind of taking on that role. I love it that you did baseball, yeah. other sports as well. Again, I th- shout out to you as it should be. You should be celebrated just like any other yeah. male broadcaster. So I'm glad that you're doing that. We're, we're gl- I just had to take a moment and stop. That's what we believe yeah. in. We're all about that. You should have that same respect as anybody else. So shoot, yeah. shout out to you for for doing that. I'm glad you're doing that, Kayla, yeah. first and foremost, you know. So yeah, definitely. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That, I mean, I love that, breaking the barriers <laughs> it's good oh, yeah. the glad the ceiling I, I love it again we love it that you're doing things that you know we talk a lot about dane and i we say the sports in good hands right and there's yeah. a um there's a, a history making thing I, I almost feel like i say this a lot because i'm so passionate i preach it like i said god blesses with daughters and we feel like me, female and male athletics should be the same you're you're in this cusp of history think about this this year yeah. for the world series the World Series was ranked right up there, right alongside of college football and basketball, as it should yeah. be. Ladies sports, ladies athletics, finally. Yeah. I mean, I know we're, we're, we're coming along. It's finally there. And you're on that cusp of history. You're yeah, a broadcaster definitely. now. You're coming off of – you just just hot off the press of playing at Florida State and now a professional yeah. player. Talk about history being made. You're now – and I'm not yeah. just saying that to be pandering. Think about yeah. the early yeah. days like in Babe Ruth and all that. You guys are part of that cusp of female athletics yeah. coming into their Very own true. like it should be. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Kaylin, you know, it's, it's so crazy to think about, like, I I do, I think about it a lot, actually, because people ask me, you know, obviously, I'm not, I'm not doing this for the money. I don't make any money doing this. Um, (laughs) Unfortunately, you know, playing pro and then also the the broadcasting that I do, it's, it's yes, I, I want to advance the sport and I want to advance and allow women in the future to be able to have opportunities that, right. you know, I didn't have. And I, it, it kind of made me think about when I was playing this summer with the vibe and Ryan Moore, our owner, you know, telling us mm-hmm. all of these amazing plans that he has for us and like what he sees in the future. And it just, it kind of made me think of, um, like, you know, a league of their own, like yeah. how they kind of started that. And now yeah. like, you know, women are able to do so many awesome things, you know, just because of those women. And so yeah. it's awesome to think about that could potentially be me in the future, yeah. you know, with pro softball or with, you know, women it's, in broadcasting. And, I love and it. it's one of the main reasons. Yeah. Why I, why I keep doing it. I love it. And again, I just had to, typically we just, we make it a thing where it should just be known. It should just be athlete, male or female. And that's just, I just had to, that's our candy stick. We are hot, passionate about that. There's not a difference in our opinion, male and female. It doesn't matter. You're doing, you're doing, you're an athlete, you're a broadcaster, you're an elite specialist in your craft and i'm gonna I'm let that soapbox go dang because i could go for days on. Just, <laughs> that's how i feel man so i'm gonna transition before i get hot into the collar they know we talk about this a lot man my yeah. kids are they're they're gonna be president one day i'm telling you so it's like it's just I gonna happen it. right so it's it. it's you know my girls we want them to feel that that same respect so i'm gonna transition yeah. a little bit to a segment now hopefully in all the work you've done we try to make it to where you've never had a, a segment like this okay so dane and i first and foremost we bet on this we have a little segment caitlin called rapid fire i slightly told you about it but not deep now imagine our our fans are great we keep it pg but imagine anything's possible time doesn't exist people could be alive or dead past or present celebrities anything's past possible okay and these questions are meant to like you have to pick one no matter what it is you have to pick and you have to answer one kind of a rorschach personality question uh questions about you okay (laughs) Okay. now the winner the winner gets lunch provided by the loser so dan you ready you got your picks yeah. Uh, okay. I, I, I got a lot of catching up to do, Kayla, and that's why 
I so, said, take a breath here. I, I got a lot of ground to make up on Josh here. So, so I, let's just say, <laughs> let's just say for season two out of 160 episodes, I am owed 130 lunches. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> oh <laughs> so a whole, whole lot of ramens. Okay. So I got a little bit of a lead here. So yeah. first, for, first question, you're called up uh, 2024. Um, everybody watched it last year and I can't wait. You're going to be calling the women's college world series. We're just going to call it. You're back. You're, you're expanding your craft and all that. But what they don't tell you is you have to make a very grand entrance. You have to show up in a very unique way to, to make your mark on the whole broadcasting platform. So you have two options. A, just like you saw, if you haven't watched it on the new Mission Impossible, how he just drives that motorcycle off a cliff with a motor with a parachute. You have to drive a motorcycle off of a ramp and land at the broadcasting booth singing Gagalia Masmali. That's one, okay? Or B, you have to ride a bull in through the gate singing uh, a song by Elvis all the way up to the broadcaster's booth. So the the, the motorcycle with Golly Miss Molly or the bull riding Elvis song, which one are you going with? <laughs> this is, this is kind of easy. Bull riding Elvis. Okay, let's sure. go. <laughs> yeah. I, had it. I had that one. <laughs> yeah. that, oh, yeah. So. oh, yeah. You have that one? Definitely. Okay. For sure. Do I have to explain? I love it. Or I uh, know, no, you're good. No, it's good. You don't no, have to explain. Okay, <laughs> it's probably oh. better if you don't. Let's not explain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so question two. So Dane, we're tied on that one. So next next question. Um World World Series. We're gonna transition to MLB. You know, as as like I talked about, you're you're gonna be a celebrity guest. You're gonna throw the first pitch uh at the first game of the World Series this year. What they don't tell you is you don't get to use a baseball or a softball. You have two items, Dane. You have two items you have to use. Again, our fans are great. Option one, you have to throw the first pitch with a snowball. Or B, throw the first pitch with an apple pie. Which one are you going with? Apple pie. Dang it. I had a snowball, Dane. Oh, dang it. <laughs> you got to throw the apple I'm pie. Thinking, gotta, yeah. Nothing more you know, America than apple pie. Exactly, got it. Okay. Exactly. Dang it. Okay, so next question. <laughs> <laughs> so next next question. You're also uh, we're going to transition a little bit as we're kind of jumping around different sports and all that. Um, you're going back to opening day for vibes. You're pitching, right? What they don't tell you is every time a the ump calls a strike against you, you have to do one of these two things. Every time he calls a strike, you have to dispute it. Again, anything's possible. The rules are not existent. You have to either a challenge the strike call by playing tug of war with the ump or b challenge the ump by playing paper rock scissors which one are you going with ah uh, rock paper scissors got it okay i, I had that one dane i have two for three uh, how about I, you dane? I, tug yeah. of, I, I tug of war you gotta ah uh, gotcha okay. i hate game. tug of war Let's go. Like, can you see hand. that? It's like strike, and you're sitting there kind of just going through the yeah. mud with them, and not going to see it. It'd be awesome. I love it. <laughs> two more, two more. So, next question um, Team Builder, you're taking the vibe, you're going out, you know, hey guys, let's go do a little Team Builder thing. Uh, and the way that they're going to set the roster, the, set the starting lineup one through nine, the way they're going to do it is everyone has to play each other in one of these two video games, and you get to pick one of these two video games. Are you going with Mario Kart? Or are you going with Diddy Kong Racing? Which one are you going with? Mario Kart. Dang it, I didn't have that one. Yeah. I didn't, man. I thought I had you dang. based off of the, the age and all that. Man, dang, no, I'm slipping, Dane. Petra. Oh, Did yeah, you have that one, Dane? Oh, yeah, Mario Kart Rainbow Road. Yeah, you can't. Okay. Rainbow Road is, I have yet I to not have that one, man. <laughs> dang it. Okay, well, I'm going to bounce back here. Dane, you're beating me. You have three. I got two. So here we go. Oh, I'm going to try to tie it. 
Let's go. So last one for you of the rapid fire. Okay. So um, celebrities, um, celebrity thing, and you get a chance to do kind of a, a fundraiser, right? You're raising money, the vibe for your favorite charity. What they don't tell you is you have to play a game of celebrity Red Rover. Okay. So you get to pick one or two people and who you're going against. What they don't tell you is Batista from the WWF or WWE and Triple H, the big bulky guys. And your teammate to do Red Rover against them is either A, Brie Larson from uh, Miss, I think she's from, uh, it's, she's the Marvel, Miss Marvel girl. So you get it'd be yeah, yeah, Brie yeah, Larson. America yeah, uh, yeah, the girl, yeah, the, uh, you get Brie Larson or you get to choose Angelina Jolie as your Red Rover mate. Which one are you going with? Oh, man. I stumped her, Dan. Stumped her. I feel like I feel the same, and like you couldn't have given me someone muscular. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna choose. You gotta pick one. I'm gonna choose Captain Marvel. I'm gonna go with go. Brie Larson. I had it, yeah. Dan. We tied you, Dan. Did you have that one? Yeah. Oh yeah. Dang it. Okay, Dan. You got me, man. You gotta go with Captain Marvel. Man, okay, oh, yeah. Dane. Well, thank you for doing that. I just a little, hopefully, in segments that you've done with interviews, you haven't had some stuff like that. So I hope that was a little different. No, for that you. was awesome. I love awesome. that. Awesome. Well, Dane, I'll give it back to you for the yeah. for the last segment, Dane. <laughs> On this segment, Kaylin, we call it open mic. You know, we like to open the floor to our guests to, you know, let them tell our listeners, our younger listeners that aspire to be in in your shoes one day is there a philosophy that you've kind of carried or maybe even a mantra that you've carried through your through your softball and sports and now your broadcasting career that kind of helps you get to that next level that kind of keeps you going and working and pushing that you can maybe give to some of our younger listeners to help them on their journey as well definitely um you know this was something that i thought about a lot um when I was a kid, well, I guess a kid when I was in high school and, you know, when I really started working hard at pitching and I, I wanted it to be my number one thing and I wanted to be the best at it was um, there's always going to be someone who works harder than you. And so that was something that I would tell myself, you know, when I started to get tired or, you know, when I didn't want to do that extra rep is like, there's someone out there who did do that extra rep. There's someone out there who's, you know, just working harder than you are. Mm. And, um, so that was something that I always thought about. And then once I got into college, um, two, two things that I would think about. Um, one of them was, I don't know if you've seen the video of Kobe Bryant talking about mm -hmm. fear, but yep. basically said, or failure. Um, basically he said, you know, what is failure? Failure doesn't exist. Um, mm -hmm. And that was something that I had to really kind of think about because I, when I first got into college, I was very results oriented. I wasn't process oriented. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I would allow myself to get just really overcome by failure. And I had to eventually switch that mindset into it's, it's not a failure. It's, it's an opportunity to learn. And mm -hmm. instead of, you know, allowing yourself to get put down by the failures think of it as okay you know I didn't get it today but I'm gonna come back out and I'm gonna try again tomorrow and then mm -hmm. if I don't get it tomorrow I'll come back out and try again the next day so mm -hmm. um looking at everything is a learning opportunity and then sure. um lastly the last one I oh, yeah. <laughs> was uh Tom Brady and he uh said that you know um he feels you know confidence from his preparation and so that was something that I Cause I, I struggle, you know, kind of with like anxiety and, and things like that. And, you know, kind of the negative words, like, oh my gosh, you didn't, 
do this and you didn't do that. And so I never allowed myself to be able to think about that. You know, I, mm -hmm. I put in the work in practice and I put in the work in the extra days and the extra reps to feel confident that I was prepared mm -hmm. um, and you know, watching the film and doing all of those things. And, and that's something that I, I've really tried to carry over with me, especially in the pros, because, you know, if you don't feel confident that you're prepared out there, you're probably going to get beat up. Um, and so yeah. that's, that's really what I've kind of held on to is making sure that I get everything that I need to get in order to be successful. Man, I'm, I'm making notes here, Dane. And as I try to close that, cause it's, it's, it's so much knowledge, what keeps, I wrote this down to be right. We write notes. What I'm hearing from you is this hard work is the beginning. That's the beginning, right? I keep hearing that from right. you. And it's like, that's the starting point. Everybody can do it if you have talent, but when you take someone like yourself pro and I, I can't keep going back to how you mentioned with the one through nine hole, it's like, it's all the same, right? Like when you're, yeah. when you're pitching yeah. against them, everybody's doing it. So how do you set yourself apart? Okay. They did a hundred reps. I'm gonna do 105, yeah. right? Those kind of things. Right. So, yeah. and that just, it just keeps, I keep going back to that day. we tell our kids all the time from that 12, 14, 16, you age yeah. practice really is a difference maker. Like you said, you know, so yeah. um, I think it's great. Kaylin, as Dana and I always say the next generation of athletes in great yeah. hands, it's good to know whether it's elite I'm talking celebrated softball celebrity like yourself or a 10U player. The message has to be the same. You can't, yeah. you have to, you have to outwork your opponent every single time, yeah. you know? So yeah, I love that. Definitely. Wow. Kaylin, I, I'm a, I'm a little bit uh, uh, shocked at how speechless I am. Cause usually I talk a lot. Yeah. So listening to you absorbing <laughs> and all that. So yeah. Yeah, um, they can, they can attest. I talk to you off. We, we prep all the time. So Kaylin, I hope you know this, let, let it be known the first of many please being part of the alum please make it a point to come back we want you back yeah, at some point definitely. Um, definitely. um and even you know again we, if we could somehow do a satellite thing we'd love to have you call one of our games i'll make it happen <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, we'd love that you know <laughs> so, i would love that we that'd be so cool yeah. yeah yeah we can we can make hey, it happen I've satellite my two um my two vibe teammates you know neely herring and and oh, yeah zoe jones yeah. like i would love to come up there and see zoe oh know, man so be yeah. up there so that'd be That'd be awesome. That, we, we, we definitely loved watching uh, Neely play up here in Wichita State. She was mm, great. That's so cool. Yeah. And we yeah. even if we had to do a remote, like we could satellite you in. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes Dane and I do that. There you go. He's in Iowa call nationals. We'll satellite him for games. So um, I want that's so cool. We will we'll definitely make that happen. We want to make sure you know to stay in touch. We'll get this out as soon as we can. Yeah. And Kaylin, I can't say enough thank you. I know you're a busy lady. And thank you for helping us spread that message of how we feel about softball and female yeah. athletics. We, we yeah. just can't say enough as I get on that hot box. Thank you for being a great yeah. ambassador for the sport and being a part of history. It's amazing to get yeah. to catch up yeah. with you. It means a lot. Okay. So. Wow. Thank you guys. I mean, you're, yeah. you're making me feel so like that's true. Inside. <laughs> it's all well, we, true. We, 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 we can't wait to hear more of your broadcasts and you doing color in the future with, with, as you find your, I guess, your footing and your uh, network that you're going to be on. So we can't That's wait so for cool. that and to celebrate Man. as well. Thank you guys. You, you've been amazing. I, I loved being on this so, so much. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, we will definitely be in touch. We'll be sharing it. We'll be streaming it. Kaylin, we'll catch up soon. We'll get yeah. you back tonight and uh, you have a great rest of your evening. Okay. Yeah. It was great meeting you. All thank right. You, so. Thank you guys. All right. All right. Thank, thank you, friend. You. Bye. Take care. Bye. See ya. So Dane, I'm telling you, man, I made everything I said, man, watching her play. It's contagious. What, yeah. what, what, what can you yeah. say? What can you say about that? You know, yeah, I Just, mean, like we always say, I mean, the ones that do things great or they're, it's great to see them move on in their life, whether it be like her to, uh, well, she's doing double duty, uh, pro 
softball and also getting into the broadcast side of it. They're always driven. You know, it doesn't, their drive doesn't just stop at the sport they play. It, it continues on through life because mm. they've developed that uh, drive and that discipline to keep pushing no matter what they try in their life. And, and mm. it's a good, it's a good message to, to show the younger viewers and anybody for that matter, that if you have that drive, you're going to be successful because that discipline Man. to do it takes you to greater heights. Man, that was fun. I tell you what, man, that's it's. I we will have her back, and she. Uh, I felt like I was talking to an old friend yeah. just for hours. Yeah. You know, we could have went yeah. all day long. So uh, the confidence, and I, I really mean what I say that that there should not be a difference. There should not, and I'm so glad we're helping to close that gap. I don't yep. care if it's male or female. There shouldn't be a difference in your, you know, you as an athlete. I am so grateful we're yep. going to be a part of history and watch that gap close as it should. So thank you, Kaylin, yep. for being that great yep. ambassador of the sport. I meant everything we said. I am passionate about that. I know you are too, Dane. Um, yeah, but definitely. speaking of passion, we got one more, Dane. We're, we're only yeah. halfway done. Yeah. So we got one yeah. more. Um, our friend, uh, one of the just inspirational coaches of the decade. I feel like um, Shippy's coming <laughs> yeah. on next, man. So I don't even want to waste any time because we got to get to it. Kalen, thank you. Um, Shippy's yeah. up next. We'll take a quick breather and we'll get on the air with Shippy. So as we always say, don't forget that we love you. And Dane, thank you for listening. Dude, that was fun. Hey, Dane, how are you, man? Good, enjoying softball night. It's it, yeah. been a while since we've just had strictly softball night, so I, I'm enjoying it. I always love yeah, we've it. Had, we've had, you know, music, basketball, bowling, badminton night. No, I'm kidding, man. We've had a lot of different sports, <laughs> right? So, so we had Kaylin kicking off the night, Kaylin from the Vibes in Florida State, right? It was a, it was a fun yeah. night. And this one, we don't even need to say how excited we are, man, for yeah. this one. This is one of those those ones that's near and dear to our heart. We got a chance to work yeah. with this coach at a camp. Been following her forever. Yeah. Recently got that assistant yeah. coach spot. And just – we got to get out of the way, Dane. Even though we're from Norman, everyone from Oklahoma State has been good to us, Dane. So we got to yeah. say I'm, yeah. I'm inching closer every year, man. Yeah, being yeah. Like, <laughs> put on the orange, you know. So uh, coaches like this will make us do it, man. So without wasting any more time, it's a pleasure to bring on our friend and mentor, the one and only Coach Shippy. Shippy, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. That was a great intro, guys. Thank you so much. Man, every oh, word of it, Coach. Yeah, thank you for coming on and joining us. Like, like yeah, I'm I told, happy to be here. Yeah, like I told Coach D real quick, even though we're from Norman, every year I buy something new orange. I'm like yeah. a little bit each year, man. So thank you for uh, making that transition a little easier, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. I'm wearing my bright orange, so hopefully uh, I see you guys in the spirit. <laughs> I there see you. So we've got some questions for you, Coach. Again, I know you're a very busy person, and we respect that. So I'm going to take the lead on this one. So obviously, before working with Oklahoma State, coaching, doing your thing, and a, a stellar player at the program, even yeah. before that, take me back to the start, back in the day. When did you first pick up a bat? How, how old were you? When did you first start playing softball in your life, you know? You know, I always love telling this story, actually. I, uh, I played t-ball. You know, everyone's kind of got to, got to when they were younger, but – I uh, didn't really start playing until I was 10, and I played one year, and my dad was like, okay, we can't keep doing this. you got to pick a sport. It's either softball or karate. And I was okay. like, well, I think I'm going to have to go with karate. And he was like, <laughs> no, never mind. Softball, I'll pick for you. And I was like, what? And here we are. So, I mean, I guess you made a good decision. 
so yeah, you, so you you have some uh so you have some uh it's pg so you've got some nice ba you've got some karate skills under you how long did oh, you yeah. do the karate thing i'm curious yeah. yeah honestly i only did it like i'd say three years and i think it was more babysitting like i was eight nine and ten years old when i did it and so i learned a little self-defense i used some moves on my go. my uh younger cousins today um okay little tripping moves that's really all i got you know some self-defense but no i'm not i'm not really good at it but it was a lot of fun i I thought i saw that about you because i was looking at some of the extra prep stuff so i thought i saw that so it's good to know that you're also the next basically uh action star out there too that's cool yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, i'm just trying to get my black belt so just wait for it i got you (laughs) i love it go ahead dan so what was it about softball that that whenever you finally decided to make that your main sport, what was it about the sport that just made you want to pick the ball and run, so to speak with that? Yeah. You know, honestly, I think softball is a game that uses your brain a lot. And I really Mm -hmm. liked that. There's, there's so many games within the game. You play, you play defense and then you hit two Mm -hmm. completely separate games. If you're catching, it's a completely separate game. If you're pitching. So I just loved it. I felt like I had to use my brain a lot. And, Mm -hmm. um, my dad grew up playing baseball. He loved it. And when we would sit and watch baseball games together, we would sit there and analyze them. And that's what I love about coaching now. I feel like I get to use kind of some of that stuff that I worked really hard on uh, when I was a little kid. So it's fun. Um, I just love getting to use my brain. I, I do agree with you. And Dane and I say this a lot. The, the, the diamond, I say whether it's baseball or softball, just on the diamond, there's definitely no sport like it, whether it's a sabermetrics or breaking down plays, nuances, scenarios. I think we'll spend more time doing scenarios than I think any other sport I've watched. So I definitely see yep. that that presence of mind where you can't it's, it's softball IQ is huge. So I definitely yep. I know you have that even watching drills that you do. Uh, the Internet's a great thing, which we can see a lot of what you do. Obviously, it was yep. great seeing it live and in person and watching that speech, which I still play for the girls every day it's cool seeing the way you break things down but softball softball IQ is, is huge speaking of that I know the way that you influence our girls way that you've influenced the kids of the program um, and just influence kids around the world really at this point I'm wondering who's been that biggest influence on you who's helped you the most if you could even pick one person along your career so far you know and that's a tough question I've been really influenced by a ton of people um, I would say when I was younger Um, my dad and my travel ball coaches, um, were a huge influence on me. Uh, I, my best friend, Casey Stengel, I don't know if you guys, well, she's Casey Getzelman now, but she, um, she played at Washington. Um, she was the first female, um, director of operations for football in a power five conference. Um, and now she's an administrator at the university of Nevada, um, but anyway, her and I grew up, went to the same high school, we're best friends and we trained together every day. So I would say between my coaches and Casey, um, absolutely the biggest influence on my softball career. And then as of late, obviously, um, I've got some good coaching mentors and coach G has been great. Um, he was a coach of mine. Um, now he's a mentor of mine on the coaching side and obviously my boss. Uh, so putting in a good word there, you know what I'm saying? There you but, I love uh, it. Yeah. But no, I've had a lot of great influences on my softball career, and I'm very, very thankful for them. I think it's neat when you talk about for a moment, and I think about the the history. We were just talking to Kaylin Arnold from the Vibes and SEC and um, Florida State about this. You're on that cusp, which is really – and when you said it, I I made note of this, Chippy. You said – 
your friend was a director of a football program, uh, you know, in a male program. I love that. Yeah. I love it that female athletes these days are getting, we keep going back to this, that respect that you deserve, whether it's a female or male athlete should be universal, should be equal. And that's one thing that really the presence about you, when we saw you and work with you, there's a command, there's a presence that yeah. no one can ignore. Yeah. We know when Shippy's talking, you better listen, you better do what she says, and it's going to be something to help you get better. So yeah. I just love to see what influenced you. And honestly, the influences you have on other yeah. people is, is yeah. if you don't know this, which you probably do, your influence is far reaching coach. So thank you for yeah, what you do. Definitely. You know? Yeah. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate that. It's fun. And, um, I, I know that there's a lot of really great women, um, working in our sport right now, trying to not only advertise and get our sport out there, um, mm -hmm. but really show off all the sports, especially I've got a lot of friends that play athletes unlimited and they're doing great things yeah. for women's lacrosse and women's volleyball yeah. and, um, kind of all those sports that really, I know people enjoy watching, but on the professional level, haven't really taken off yet. And, uh, I'm excited about the people that we have, um, the women that are really starting to push women's sports. And honestly, a lot of men, I mean, I, I know you sit there, there's so many professional male athletes now that have daughters and they're starting yeah. to kind of jump on board and go, you know what, this is cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. especially our sport. I think it's, it's so fast. It's so different. Yeah. It's, it's so fun to watch. Um, and I know I'm biased, but I, I, I don't yeah. think there's a better sport out there, you know, no, like, agree. I enjoy watching agree. football, so I'll, I'll have to give football, <laughs> too. but other than that, I mean, our sport's a lot of fun and, um, yeah. I think it's just going to take a lot more people continuing to push it and, and yeah. we'll break down the barriers. Oh yeah. The, the, the energy that comes with, uh, uh, any game and not just a postseason game, but a, a typical just a league game in your conference, it has so much energy. So now we, we can't thank you enough for the camp you put together for our girls coming up there to Stillwater. Now, after all their, after all your camps or all that's done, you're, you're starting to come to the end of summer and you're starting to come into the fall, all the kids coming back for college. What, what do you see on the horizon as a, school year starts for yourself and the coaching staff going forward what, what is the next step for you guys uh we're super excited to get our new girls here um, we've got a lot of freshmen and transfers coming in and it's always fun to see um how a new team starts to form you know it's a new year they kind of have their own dynamic and it's always different so it's really fun to see i know obviously our program is the same we wear the same orange we have pistol Pete. you know like we walk through the same locker room but it's a completely different team every year um and so as a coaching staff that's super exciting and we're about to get school started here in a few weeks and we've stayed super busy um we've got after i get done with 14 upgf i'm taking a week vacation back home in, in idaho um that'll be kind of my rejuvenation time and then i'm coming back for next year so i know um all of our coaches are super excited to just kind of get the whole team together in one room. Um, we've all kind of been in different spurts. Um, I've seen kids throughout the summer, but I'm excited for everyone to be in one room um, and get going. I, I think it's no, no question. I can't wait. Cause I know with you working with the program, I watched you, my daughter was there and we saw you. And like I told you when I, when I was working with you hand in hand, I could hear you 
during World Cup, during the WCWS, I could hear you. <laughs> it's like you could hear Shippy even in the dugout. So I just love it that now you're taking that next step and uh, you're just you're progressing. And I can't wait to see you back next year. We know you're going to be there. I know it's World Series or bust as your guys' mentality lately. So I can't yeah. wait to, to see that happen. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to transition for a second, Coach, again, and value your time. But there's a segment that we have to do with you every single time. This is something that we don't prep you for. This is on the spot. It's called um, rapid fire. So there's a couple questions about five that Dane and I bet on. Let's just say I'm leading him by about 100 so far, okay? So, and you have to take these. Imagine that there's no such thing as reality. Anything can happen. Our fans give us questions, uh, but anything is possible, but you have to pick one. And we bet on these, okay? So, okay. Dane, you ready? You got your picks, Dane? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I'm ready to win so, this one now. So, <laughs> good luck, Dan, because I got you on these. I know, I think I got these for Shippy. So, we bet on what we think you're going to say. Question one Speaking of freshmen, you're bringing the team, rookie, rookie class all the way through, and there's a team builder exercise. You guys have two things you have to do, and you get to decide what your freshmen do with you for an entire night. You got to go from like 10 p.m. to 10 a.m., okay? So, coach, here's your choices A, all of you have to hang out in a haunted house together all night, or B, all of you have to hang out with a group 20 or so of toddlers under the age of three. You and your, your crew, are you going to Haunted House or toddlers? Which one are you going with? Oh, my gosh. That is tough. <laughs> I know you said rapid fire. I love my toddler, but I'm not going to lie. That sounds like a haunted house right there. I think I'm going to take the haunted house without Thank you, Dane. I knew it. Uh, I knew it, Dane. I got you. What you have, Dane? Did you have that one? I, I was thinking toddlers because it'll teach you patience and it'll teach you how to get through stressful situations. I love I was it. Going okay. that, I was going that route. Hey, I'm ahead of you, Dane. Well, now I feel bad. I feel like I could have learned something there. That's right. all good. It's all good. I got you. It's okay. Don't don't back down, Coach. I got lunch <laughs> on this. You don't have to back down. It's okay. <laughs> so, so next one. Back to some of the camps you guys do. So you have to you have to do this exercise with a straight face. You have to go out there. You can't give it away. You can't laugh. Let's say you're teaching a group of littles, right? One of the camps you guys do. So you walk out and you're going to do a hitting drill. But you don't get to use a bat. You have two things you can choose from, and you have to sell it as if this is what you guys do at the program. You have two items. You can choose A, a cucumber as your bat, or B, a craft cheese stick. And you got to go up and just teach them how to hit using a cucumber or a cheese stick. Which one are you going with? This one's easy, cucumber. Okay. Because <laughs> it's going to hold form. Like, I mean, okay. I have yeah. to pick a oh, cucumber. Yeah. Yeah. But can you, you know, just see already? it? Can you see it? You walking up, you're just like, all right, guys, here we go. And this is how you hit. And you're just using a cucumber. Let's make that happen, coach. Okay. <laughs> I think the cheese stick would probably be a little more comical, but it wouldn't be as practical. I couldn't hit a ball with it. I love it. I love it. Next question. So, a lot of times, athletes, celebrities, musicians, we do a, you know a broad range of interviews. A lot of times, they'll get called up to do movie parts. Okay. So, Shippy is called up. It's coming up. Dane, I love this question. Um, there's one more of these, Fast and Furious 11, okay? So Fast 11 is coming out, and you're called up to be in one of the scenes. There's always a race scene in every movie. So whatever reason, um, you're villains. You're, you're going to be in this. You're basically kind of part of the crew. Shippy's part of Fast and Furious. You have two people you get to race against in a race scene. You can choose A, classic kelly kapowski from saved by the bell or you can choose a race against megan trainer all about that base right which one are you going to race against in your scene at fast Eleven? okay i'm picking kelly kapowski um Thank you. and here's the deal i don't even I, I i don't even know her best i know kelly's only from saved by the bell but the actress what's her name again the singer megan, megan trainer yeah yeah okay. so it's well, Amber Thiessen, right 
She's in Son-in-Law, and it might be the best movie I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, so it's I'm going to go with that. I got you. Okay, I got you. So two more, okay? So two more, then we'll go to the final segment. So you are um, opening day, okay? Opening day, uh, 2024, you guys are coming out. Um, opening day, Big 12 play. And you have to, with Pistol Pete, a lot of the iconic stuff from the Cowgirls, Cowboys thing, you have to march out against the other coach, whoever it may be that you're playing, and you have to do a shootout. Now, it's all safe. Nobody's getting hurt. But you have two things you can choose from. Instead of doing a, doing a handshake, you got to do a shootout with the opposing coach using A, a paintball gun, or B, a potato gun. And the winner actually gets, gets to decide like, the outcome. So which one are you going with, paintball or potato gun? I'm from Idaho, so what do you think I'm gonna? I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) They put they slid that one in. Potato guns for sure. Got you. So Dane, I'm killing. I'm killing it, Dane. How many you got? I got four right so far, Dane. I'm three. I'm three. Three. Let's go. So last one, Chippy. This is a. I. This is a lot of thought. Our fans really thought about this deep. So a lot of coaches athletes players they also get called up to do a lot of commentary work. They get a chance to be you know pro analyst things like that, right? So. Different, different than your typical softball world. You get to step in and be a color commentator for one of these two events, and you have to decide. Not the typical stuff. A, you get to be a color commentator for 2024's uh, Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. You get to be a commentator for that, that's step one. Or B, a celebrity slap-off. You know, those where they're doing the slap thing back and forth. They slap each other. So you're going with the hot dog eating contest or celebrity slap-off. Which one are you going to be a commentator for? Definitely the celebrity slap off. Dang it. Um, I didn't have that one. <laughs> I just, I don't really get behind the like shove the hot dogs in your mouth as fast <laughs> as you can thing. It just, it doesn't, it's just strange to me. You know, I, it's an I don't athlete. Know. It's an athlete, and, Chippy. It's amazing. <laughs> well, and I know who's going to win. I mean, there's no competition oh, yeah. there. So, celebrity slap off. We don't know who's going to win. Joey yeah. Chestnut yeah. can't win that one, but he's going to win the hot dog eating <laughs> 68 hot dogs in 10 minutes. I got you, man. <laughs> You let me down on that one because I actually thought because I love I love the hot dog getting contest. That's an athlete to me. <laughs> so let's go. All right, Dave. Well, thank you, Shippy. Hopefully, the interviews you've yeah. done and things you haven't had a segment like that. So I appreciate you being a good sport. So yeah. thank you so much. No, that was Dane, a fun love it, love it. Go so, ahead, Dan. On this last segment, Coach, we uh, call it an open mic. We kind of open the floor to our guests to maybe tell some of our younger listeners maybe a philosophy or. Uh, mantra that our guests have carried through their careers, whether it be like you playing the game and now coaching it to kind of keep them at that higher level or to reach the next level. Is there something you can tell some of our younger viewers that aspire to be where you're at? Maybe some words of wisdom that have helped you along in your career. Uh, I've got two things that come to my mind. And the first is work harder than everybody else. I Mm -hmm. think there's so many things being sold right now of like, if you pay for this, you're definitely going to get seen by coaches. If you use this new cool tool, you'll be the best hitter in the world. And it doesn't mean those two things are wrong, but the kids who work the hardest are going to be the best. And I think that so many people want things to come easy um, and it just doesn't work like that. Nothing good uh, comes easy. So you got to work hard. and, And I think that's honestly a lost art these days. So I would say, First, work hard. And second, trust in God. Like, I I don't Mm. think that's something that's told to you as a young kid. You know, Um, I think we get athletes here that really struggle. They're alone a lot. And you can tell that their relationship with God hasn't probably been introduced to them. And they'll start to find 
find a relationship with him when they get to college. And I, I just, I pray that kids will start to get introduced to that. Like, you know, honestly, I love that. OU is exposing kids to Jesus. They do it every day and they do it on a, on a high level platform. And it's the coolest thing that I get to watch, even though obviously I bleed orange here, but I have so much respect for what they're doing as a program um, because they've captured little kids' attention. And instead of pointing to anything else, they're pointing right to Jesus. And I think it is the coolest thing ever. Um, And so those would be my two things. Coach, I love that. And Dana and I talk about this a lot. We, uh, we, what we've noticed about you guys working with you and coach G everyone's been so gracious and I love it that you know what you believe, what you stand for. Our, 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 yeah. our premise, our mindset has always been on this show. Everyone's welcome. Everybody's loved it, whether you agree or don't agree. There's a love, yeah. right? So I love it that you I've watched you, um, you know, exactly where you stand and you don't back yeah. down from that. And you're also the most kind person, I think at the same time, yeah. like you'll give them a hug, but also t- exhort at the same time. It's really cool to yeah. see that the, 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 the dynamic of how you do that. So uh, yeah. it's, it's refreshing and it's inspiring, whatever someone believes or, or doesn't yeah. that you're taking a stand for who you are and you don't back down from that. And that's yeah. awesome. So no wonder yeah. you've been so successful and people look up to you and they yeah. they aspire to be like you because you know where you stand and you know, it takes hard work and you just yeah. keep striving to be better. Dan, do you have anything to add to that? Cause that's just, it's awesome. No, I mean, it, it, it's a message that that's needed, you know, like you say, and not only trusting in God, it gives you a base of things to go off of. And, and it's not just one thing. It's just there, there's so many layers to that statement that the player or the kid can, can explore. And once you start finding that, you'll you'll open up a whole new world for yourself and it'll, and you're, it's bound to breed success whenever you do that. So it's a great mm-hmm. message to hear. Oh, coach, I'm Absolutely. I'm speechless. I know I talked you off at camp, but I'm speechless. Yeah, thank you for doing that, coach. It's it's your words ring true, and your your wisdom goes well well beyond the softball IQ, right? Uh, as a as a mentor, again, I followed you, and I see what your husband does. I love what you guys both do for the yeah. community. Um, people like you, no wonder the sport and the generation. Um, I just I love what you're doing, and thank you for taking the time to share that yeah, that definitely. philosophy with us. Okay, so. Um, well, thank you. I really appreciate you guys allowing me to kind of have this this time and this yeah. platform and chat, and and it's fun. Yeah. You guys are a good time. I've been smiling uh, up here. I know. I know. You. I'm not on the screen when you guys are talking, but I'm smiling up here. <laughs> I love it. Well, Coach, yeah. we will. We we, we feel like you have a, a story to tell, and and I say this, and, and Dana and I, we talked about this last year. I got to give you one more story, Coach G, because we're in time limit. I talked to him November, I think it was 20th of last year. Yeah. And he said, yeah. okay, we'll do it. We'll come on your show. We'll do this thing. As long as you and Dane snap a photo wearing Oklahoma State and you have to send it to me so I can post it. And he made me do this, right? So it's yeah. like, okay. Yeah. I thought he was joking. He's like, hey, man, where's my photo? And he wasn't joking. So ever since then, we've kind of had this relationship where it's like, okay. He, I said, hey, you see that play? Like we'll kind of, you know, kind of give each other little jabs. But over the year and years, I've realized every one of you, I don't think there's a, yeah. there's a part of Oklahoma State that I don't love. So it's, yeah. it's, I can't root against you. Even when you guys yeah. play us, I'm like, hey, I'm not mad if you win because you guys are such great people. <laughs> yeah. But we believe yeah. it was softball is it's supposed to be beyond the sport. It's supposed to be lives. How are you helping people? How are you teaching people to be what they're going to be after they graduate, after they leave the program? Not everybody's going pro. Not everyone can coach. You guys are teaching these people to be just, just amazing citizens and yeah. i can't say enough thank you for that coach that's it's, it's yeah. well beyond softball what you're doing and you should you should know that at all times you know yeah well thank you very much uh this sport's a lot of fun and like i said i've been playing it since i was 
10. Um, and I, I think I've met all of my best friends, closest people um, through it, even people that mm -hmm. I wouldn't consider softball people. Um, mm -hmm. I, I took a job in Syracuse, New York, and met two of my best friends that brought me um, took me under their wing and, and showed me who Jesus was. And mm. they have that. nothing to do with softball. I just met them going to church up in Syracuse, New York, because I was there because of softball. So um, sports, sports are awesome. Um, I encourage as many people to play sports as they can, especially yeah. at a young mm. age. And you never know where it'll take you. Thank you, coach. I think in closing, yeah. softball is a family. And again, with all seriousness, I know we gave each other a heck of a lot during the season, yep. whether it's Oklahoma, OU, whether it's Ohio State, whether it's Florida. Um, softball yep. is a family that's worldwide. Yep. And this message goes out to Finland, of, to Japan. It's over the course of the entire world, 23 countries. So softball is a family. It doesn't matter what colors you wear. It's fun to have that competitiveness yep. like we do with our, our littles and 10 U 12 U. At the end of the day, we're just one big softball family. So thank you for just reminding us why we, we love you guys so much. So, Coach, yep. I know you're busy. Uh, we'll have to do this again. Please, please know it's an open invitation. Yep, uh, you definitely. and Coach G, please come back soon. And we'll be cheering you on, and we'll make sure that we uh, do stay in touch, okay? So. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll be on here anytime. You guys are a lot Love of fun. Oh, we, we, we will hold you to that. So if we give you a shout, like, <laughs> hey, Coach, no, I'm kidding. We'll give you notice. But, Coach, thank you. Say hi to yeah, the family. Yeah. We appreciate you, and we'll be in touch yeah. uh, very soon, yeah. okay? So Sounds great. Thank you so Thanks, much coach. for having me. Have a great you, night. Best, Boomer sooner. Best, I'm kidding. Best of, <laughs> hey, what was that? Best of luck. Best of luck. Oh, yeah. There's, there's That's what I like to see. Go, go Pokes. Have a good Thanks. night. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Bye. <laughs> Dan, I'm telling you, man, just top of the top of the crop, man. Just great human being. Yeah. What'd you think, Dan? I loved it. I mean, uh, we got a just a short glimpse of, of what she can do and the kind of person she is at the camp we went to. And it's just an extension of it. And I'm glad that we could bring it to our viewers and, and show what show them what kind of person she is and, and why not only her team loves her, but why uh, in a part, why they have so much success in Stillwater there. Man, so it, it's a great, it's a wow. great message she sends and, and, but from a great coach and former player. So I love it. That was, that was one of those things where um, I, I said, when I first saw coach and the coach is the first one there, and you guys, yeah. if you don't know this, so Shippy showed up. Um, we knew who she was long before interviewing her and all that and working with yeah. her at the camp. But watching Coach work with these littles, and I'm telling you, Dane, it was like 105 degrees last Saturday. You know, yeah. sitting there yeah. on the turf. Shoes are melting. Kids are like, you know, like just sweating like crazy. And Coach is like from the very first – kid on the field until everybody left the field and there was 90 kids there and for that yeah. just that camp uh didn't care wasn't gonna let them not get their their time's worth right she gave, yeah. gave them some time lessons hugs photographs the whole deal yeah. and she's got young kids and she's got toddlers she really does yeah. so she's got a life she's busy she's a coach she's a newlywed type thing just so many things about like what she's doing that's yeah it's so much beyond softball and i, I told you this thing one time uh, again we respect anybody all races all faiths, all creeds whatever you do or don't believe that's fine uh whatever yeah. that person is i love it when someone knows who they are period yeah. right this yeah, is who definitely. i am and they don't run from who they are like i said whether yeah. that's the path they take or a different path it's fascinating to see people that just are comfortable with who they are. And coach yeah, is definitely yeah. someone who knows who she is. And, and I love that. So uh, yeah. Dane, that was another bucket list, right, man, right off the, yeah, off the definitely. list. Man. I mean, and to add to that, you know, somebody that spreads a positive message, no matter, you know, if you agree with, you know, their, 
beliefs point of view. Not, yeah, they, they spread something positive and they bring something great to their mm. field, whether it's sports, broadcasting, music, anything like that. You know, you can't help but celebrate those kind of people that bring positivity mm. to this world. And, 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 you know, that's why we started doing this is, is to spread these these messages from these great guests that we have. I think there's a there's as we said before in closing, there's a lot of bad news out there, but people like that, it's not even just about softball. It, when I remember talking to her and, and, and prepping for this as we did, it's not even about softball, man. Really, what drew me to her yeah. is that the, the positive, the, the happiness, the she loves what she's doing. It could be that, or she could be working at Starbucks. She loves what she's doing, right? Yeah. And people that I I I feel like she could be doing something where she might not even be coaching, but doing something else. And just the, 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 the aspiration to be great. She mentioned being the hardest worker in the room. I keep going back to that hardest worker in the room, right? That it stood out to me. So um, know your craft, know what your, know your limits and know that you have to be the hardest worker in the room to get it done. So coach Shippy, thank you for uh, wow. Just wow. That's all I can say, Dane. So what a, what a, what a night, what a soft night. Yeah, what a great night of just bringing it back to where we began, man. So um, that being said, you guys, we got some amazing uh, guests coming up. So I'll give you a little sneak peek of the next seven days. We've got, this is confirmed, I'm working with a gentleman from KU Football. That's happening. Coach Shippy said she likes football. So we've got a gentleman stopping by. I'll get the name out soon. I want to get the prep work done for it. Um, Sunday, big music day. Um, But before we get to Sunday, we got Ken and Lori both stopping by this week from Skillet. Amazing rock band, right? They were one of the founders, one of the OGs, if you will, from Skillet. It's going to be a great week for that. Um, got a couple of softball uh, people we're working out for Thursday. Yep. As we roll into next week, Dane, Sunday, big day. Sunday, we've got um, Kyle from Bad Wolf stopping by, just to name one mm. of the big, big names coming on. Monday of next week, we've got Steve stopping by from Blackstone Cherry, great rock band. Yeah. And then to end next Monday night, Dane, I gotta say I gotta pinch myself. We've got <laughs> coach, we've got coach Broxy from the Cleveland yeah. Yeah. Cavaliers stopping by, guys. So it's no, gonna be can't wait for that one. Man, I'm talking just elite. And guess why? The reason I said it last and I positioned it, guess where he went to college at, Dane? Where was that? Oklahoma State. So it's crazy that you know Broxy's <laughs> full circle coming back around. Did some play had college Oklahoma State coming back to kind of coming back home, if you will. So it's going to be that's just the next seven days, if you will. We won't even get into what's up next month. So it's going to be a crazy month. So, um, just as always, the content continues to roll. Thank you all for what you're doing. Oh, but last one, Marcus from Mudvane is stopping by Monday. That's who it was, day and Sunday. We have a special guest hanging out with us for that episode returning yep. fan favorite for Marcus is Mr. Nick best a straw man. So he's going to be back yep. too. So uh, yep. great week of, of interviews coming up. Just great time. So guys, uh, yep. thank you for what you're doing for making this possible. Yep, thank definitely. you, Shippy. Thank you, Carolyn. Um, we'll, we'll end on that for the evening. Never forget that we love you. And as always, Dane, thank you for listening. Okay. So we're good, man. We're off the air.